0: Have you ever been on a podcast before? No. So it's your first time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the best. Everybody, this is uh, Knives Monroe. Oh my God. Did you feel that? Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Hold on.
1: I stopped my... can't really lean on it.
0: <laughs> did you see... The first thing I did was lean on it, so I'm not going to lean on it.
1: That's I'm like, trying to stay I think,
0: away. I think it's going to be all right. I think we got this. Feel free to, I, I say eat the mic, so feel free to ca- uh, keep it a little closer to, not eat literally <laughs> eat it, although you could if you wanted, but you have to pay me back. Um, just have it a little close, because this sounds good right here.
1: One, two, three, yes.
0: Sounds great. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. This is Knives Monroe. You're listening to the podcast. This is the first podcast of 2019, and I'm with someone, uh, it's the second time that we've met. Her name's Alondra Leon. Did mm-hmm. I say it right? Yes. And uh, thank you for being on the show. How you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm blessed. Thank you for inviting me. It just happened out of nowhere, which I'm glad. We so on the spot. What
0: <laughs> what happened was, um, I guess. See, it's because Alondra is Instagram famous, right? And uh, she she posted that she was here in Austin, Texas. And uh, last time I talked to her, she was in Los Angeles. So I was like, wait a second, are you are you actually are you here right now? And you're like, yeah. Let's do something creative. And now we're <laughs> recording a podcast. And. In Austin, so I'm I'm glad we were able to do this. You're someone that that fascinates me. Uh, I've said it many times that your Instagram game is on on point, and uh, because of that, I mean we're we're here right now. So what brings you back to to Austin?
1: To Austin. Well, it's New Year's. I wanted to be with my family and friends, and I was like, you know what? I want to be there for 2019. I want to start off with my friends and my close family. So I'm like. I'm just going to go and do it. So three days prior to New Year's, I bought the ticket. And then now I'm here. And now I'm with you.
0: Wow. That's awesome. So when are you going back?
1: I'm going back on Saturday.
0: Saturday. That's cool. And where are you going back to?
1: Um, North Hollywood, which is in California. It's like 45 minutes away from L.A.
0: Damn. That is cool. And so do you have anything booked for 2019? Like what do you? what's on the horizon? Or is it you're just going to go with the flow?
1: Go with the flow. For sure. But my goal is to be on a Netflix TV show or just any type of show, like on whether it's on Hulu, or just like a, on a TV show for For sure. That's like one of my main goals and what I'm like striving to go for.
0: That's awesome. So obviously you're an aspiring actress for those listening. They may not know. When did you get bit by the acting bug?
1: OK, so last year I did this missionary experience one year, which I had no form for a year. I could not speak to my family, friends for a year, only 10 minute phone call um, each month. And in that year, we would do a lot of plays, Um, just plays for families, for teenagers, just all types of um, plays. And little by little, I'm like, whoa, like this is something I love. This is something I enjoy. This is something that my soul feeds off from. And I'm like, I can't explain my feeling when I'm entertaining people, whether it's plays or just, like, talking to them or just, I don't know, just in the entertainment, um, my soul is, like, hungry for that. So I feel like now, like, we get hungry. Like, physically we get hungry, and then we eat, and we get satisfied. But with acting, that's how it works with my soul. Like, I, I'm just so hungry for that thing, for that food that my soul is just, like, craving so much, so uh, I got done with that, moved back to Austin. And then from that, it was like three three months. I'm like, I need to move to L.A. Why L.A.? Because there's so much opportunities. Yes, there's so many com- competition and stuff. I understand that. But seeing so much people so creative and like so many people that are talented makes you even push yourself even more. And just being around with creative people makes you even more creative or more like, okay, it gives you more of a feel and like an idea so yes I understand like LA is very competitive very hard but if you're hungry for it you're gonna find food no no matter if it's on McDonald's or like fancy places you're gonna find food because you need that food to survive and that's my happiness so I'm like I'm gonna move to LA find that thirst that I have that food that feel that my soul needs to survive and be happy so then I moved to L.A. not knowing pretty much anybody. Uh, my roommates, I found them uh, this app. So they get like background um, check. And I Skyped them like two or three times. And I was like, okay, so I have a place. And then I found a job. So I was like, okay, so I have a place and a job. That's all I need to start off with. And luckily enough, I had my car. So I drove over there.
0: You so, drove like, over there? Yeah. Wow.
1: I drove over like 23 hours. Um, so By had, yourself? I had a a friend, he Mm -hmm. went and then he flew back.
0: That's very nice of him. Yeah. That's really cool. That's a good friend.
1: Yes, yes, because 23 hours on the road, like.
0: And then he flew back. Yeah. That's a good idea. Wow, Yeah. that's crazy.
1: So I have those three things. So I'm like, okay, the rest is, as long as I have those three things, I'm good. So I moved and then after that, I just started reaching out to people and just finding my way. And so far I've been there four months. Wow. Four months. Um, if you, like, if you don't really, if you avoid, like, traffic, parking, and gas <laughs> prices, I love LA. Yeah. Those are the three things that I'm just, like,
0: oh. The traffic is real.
1: It's real. <laughs>
0: I went to San Diego a couple months ago, and that was my only complaint about it. It's not as bad as Hollywood. Yeah. As downtown LA or whatever. Cause you see the photos, but, yeah, the California traffic is crazy. Do you see yourself, how long do you see yourself there until until you make it happen, until you you crack open that coconut and you eat
1: yes but i'm giving myself like no more than like four years or like no more than three years really why all right i want to make it like in this year and max two years for sure
0: why why so short that's that's a little bit it's short
1: but i know i can make it because like if you're hungry you're not gonna wait until like you know
0: yeah why why be like "Eh, i'll give it to 40 is that what you're saying
1: yeah, or like, like you people you're putting that pressure on
0: yourself. Yeah,
1: like I have to, I have to. There's no like, oh maybe no, I have to. Uh, I-
0: now, now, first of all, I just so the listeners understand, we you and me have met once. We met a Mac- at a McDonald's, yeah, and I thought that was really cool. One thing that I find very interesting about you, and it's a little new to me, I guess, is your willingness to just say yes to anything, uh, any opportunity that comes your way. Uh, any adventure, you you take the call to adventure every single time. I think that already puts you miles miles above most people who say they have a dream. You actually are are uh, scraping and clawing to to get to your dream, and that's the first impression I had of you when I met you was that. And I was like, wow. And you always stuck in my mind because of that. Once again, your Instagram is fire. So when you were in LA or wherever you are, even I see photos. I think from like New York City and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, man. I'm going to be able to say, like, I knew her before she was famous, right? <laughs> so you kind of always stuck to me. That was your first impression. And I see that now, and I see that you're still hungry, and I think that's amazing. So just to kind of set that expectation to the audience, like, that's that's who I'm sitting across right now, someone who's very hungry. Say you get the audition, you get the role, and you get a, a pilot, and you get a show, and it's on Netflix. You're going to work a season, right? What happens after that?
1: Get more work. <laughs> more work. Yes. Okay, cool. But eventually, one of my like ultimate dreams yes. is whenever I have that voice where I can influence people, I would like to open my own little camp, camp. like a summer camp, mm. um, like just a summer camp, like maybe like a uh, one month summer camp for girls because that's who I can relate to and I think that's who I can help with. Um, one month like without no phones and for <laughs> them to like have a community within girls and say like, hey, I feel this way. And sometimes with a lot of people, that's what happens. They feel like they're the only ones struggling, they're the only ones that feel like that. they are the only ones that are lost. But in reality, if you look right left, everybody's feeling that way, no matter. it's a different type of like feeling, but it's the same like lost feeling. So if I can create like a camp for girls to create a, like a community, and after that camp be like, oh, "I'm feeling sad, let me text her." Like she's in the same like state, like she's my neighbor, you know? Like mm-hmm. let's get together. Mm-hmm. So I, that camp, I wanna create a community and for them to find a little bit more about themselves and who they like and like what they like about themselves, what their passion is. Cause I feel like now in society, it's like go to go to school, do this and that. It's like this circle, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't allow kids to be creative. Maybe they wanna. They're going for like this degree just because somebody said so, mm-hmm. or because they're gonna be comfortable with that degree in the future. Compared to somebody who wants to be a singer or a comedian, they don't have that guarantee that those that job is gonna pay their bills, but it's gonna pay like their soul, and it's gonna make them happy. Like there's so many people that I've met that they are wealthy or that they have a good degree, but at the end, they're not happy. So I feel like the purpose in life is to find your true passion, your true vocation. Follow that, even though it's scary. But at the end, you're going to, I don't know, you're going to be so happy. You're going to be filled with this joy that you're not going to explain. You know, you're not going to be able to explain it. How did
0: you learn that?
1: How did I learn that?
0: Let me ask you something. How many birthdays have you had?
1: I'm 22.
0: Okay. So you picked up the game real fast. You know, I think I'm only barely now realizing that, to be honest. And so that's part of the reason why I'm doing this, right, is to connect with more like-minded, hungry people, creatives. How, I mean, I wish I had that information and that confidence when I was 22. I certainly didn't. Where did you learn to find your vocation, your passion, and and that will ultimately be fulfilling to you?
1: Um, Don't get me wrong. I'm still kind of, like, lost between, like, my true passion, but... Day by day I'm learning. Like I know what I want, but I'm still finding. So this is how I see it. So I have a blank piece of paper in front of me, right? And I have so many colors, so many colors, even colors that don't exist. I have a, I have them, and I have a paintbrush. <laughs> now here I am trying to see what I want to paint, what I want to show the world or what I want to influence mm-hmm. to inspire the world. So I'm just here like should I paint with blue, with pink? Should I, should I just leave it blank and let the world wonder?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
1: but to answer your question, um, I don't know. Do you,
0: do you think, I mean, you, you kind of casually mentioned that you did a, what did you call it? Like an, a retreat, a missionary, a missionary experience. I mm-hmm. mean, tell me more about that. Did you find that there or did you feel this way before that?
1: Uh, before that, for sure. Wow. That I wanted to do it because I feel like God has blessed me so much. And I'm like, if I can just give him one year to show him like, Hey, I'm very thankful for all the blessings. I want to give you this year so I can help people. So that was more like for me, like saying, "Hey, God, thank you so much," and I want you to see that I that I'm very appreciative of all the blessings, small, big.
0: Did you get feedback from God about that year?
1: Uh, feedback. Did, what do
0: you? You know, was did you get some sort of confirmation or peace, or I don't know. Uh, how, how did you know that God was uh, cool with that? Cool with that. The, the one year. Do you know what I mean? Like, how how did you walk away from that? Like, how did you know that was finished?
1: Oh, that was finished? Well, before I said yes. So, okay, so I went to this retreat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, oh, there's this um, missionary experience that you do this, you live home, family, no money, nothing. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, but it's in next week, like next week you have to fly and, and say bye. So I was like, oh my goodness, like, what do you mean? Like okay so i thought about it i meditated and that retreat it was a three-day retreat and mm-hmm. then i got home and i'm like mom dad um they had bought me some shoes for work but mm-hmm. i'm like mom dad i don't need these anymore they're like what do you mean you don't need them anymore like yes you do like look at your shoes <laughs> i was like well there's this missionary experience blah 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 i told them And they're like, did we do something wrong? Are you okay? Why are you leaving? And I just told them, like, no, like, I just want to do it because it feels right. And Mm -hmm. I want to follow my intuition. Mm -hmm. And I just want to help people. And they're like, oh, okay. They're kind of like, they're like, no, don't go, don't go. But I ended up leaving. And in that year, I just found myself, I think. And I found that there's so many religions in this world. Mm -hmm. There's so many beliefs. There's so many... There's so many, but I realized that every religion, every culture has a truth behind it. And at the end, it's just be kind and love one another. That's, Mm -hmm. that's it.
0: Mm I agree.
1: You know, so now I want to, now that I finished with that, I'm like, okay, God, I know that in this world where we're meant to love one another. I know that for a fact. Like, Mm. nobody can take that away from me. We're here to love one another and love yourself especially. So I'm like, I got that answer in that year. Like, just love, love, love. Wow. And now I want to influence or show people, like, be happy. Why? Because you're here. Like, just yourself, you should be happy with who you are. And I know it's very easy to say, but if I can find a way to, like, not just say it, but to show it, mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. And if I can influence people by like, I don't know, my Instagram or just goofing around, that's, sure. that's what I want to do. Wow. That makes sense.
0: It makes a whole lot of sense. I, don't, I think people feel that way, but they don't have the guts or maybe they don't have the information to, to act on it. So where did you, you know, I guess you are blessed in that you had an opportunity to go serve, right? Mm-hmm. And you had that opportunity to do so how, where do you receive your information? Like now you had a call to LA and you knew that, that was the place because that's the land of the giants. Like all the, the best come from there, actors, professionals. And I do agree. Like if I was an actor, I, I'd be in LA right now too. Mm. Um, wh- Where do you get, what influence you, what influences you to make these big decisions to leave home time and time again? Like where, it takes a lot of guts to do that, but wh- where are these opportunities coming from and how do you know when to take them
1: so i know you asked uh before like um how do i where did i get all this information and to be honest like since i was little i would observe a lot i would observe like from especially from Mm grown-ups like i would like analyze like just observe them and see like okay why are they thinking like that or why are they doing this or even like me driving i would just like observe people like homeless or just like kids and I'm like I wonder why they're smiling or I wonder why they're doing this so and I would always ask so many questions that's good because I'm like information is so expensive like if you go to college and you're trying to buy a book and that's information like a book contains information they're so expensive information is so expensive that's right but thank god like adults they like to give you advice (laughs) <laughs> but that's like wisdom that's right so when i was little like i would just talk to adults and be like mm-hmm. ask them like search i wasn't really searching for any like certain like question like answers right. i was just like asked so like just random questions yeah and then they would tell me and then little by little all this wisdom from grown-ups from just random people like i would ask them and i guess that's how i got my information really because i got got it from like their own experiences. Yeah. So sometimes I can relate to older people, not through my experiences, but from stories of people that have told me how they felt. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, like, I can feel what they feel. 100%. Because, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I noticed that on the drive over here, you were asking me a lot of questions.
1: Yeah. I, people
0: I, don't do that. That's not really common. I, I do that, actually. Like, w- when I'm around certain people, if I feel comfortable... I want to know, I have these big questions and I kind of feel like a pest me personally sometimes, but I want to know, cause I, I look at their experiences or their answers as like jewels, as gems. And I keep them and I'm like, I'm going to hold on to this cause this may come in handy one day. And now I know that, I guess that's kind of what you were doing in the car. You were asking me about you know, making a movie and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. She's being really nice and asking me, but now I know, man, she's, she's collecting data. We're not data, but, but, but not like, not, in, not in like a robotic yeah, way yeah. but in a way of like you're genuine you have the the passion of curiosity yeah
1: right
0: and that's really unique I, I feel like that's I don't see that that much often anymore people asking questions and I think you ask and you shall receive
1: mm-hmm. there's this um this guy he's like he's like you're very you're very curious I'm like yeah he's like but you know the saying like curiosity killed the cat. But I'm like, well, the cat ha- cat has like what seven lives. So I'm like, so I have like six left. There you, you know? go. Yeah. So, but yes, I'm very curious. Yeah. So that that's why I'm always like yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like you never know. Like
0: you never know. H- how many times has that paid off?
1: I want to say like a lot.
0: A like, lot. Like mm-hmm. how would you say fifty percent of the time or more?
1: More than fifty percent for Can sure. Can you give me some examples? Some examples. Oh my God! There's so many of that okay, like some examples where where I said yes,
0: where some you know I guess there was an opportunity or yeah you said yes.
1: Yes. Okay. So like let me think about it. LA. Okay. So in L. A. This is fun fact, um, they invited me out to this bar. So it was who's like, they? My friends. Like cool. I met I met some friends. It's like like a Domino's effect. Like nice. My coworkers. Um, and then they're like, oh, let's go to this bar. I was like, oh, okay. So we went and we were just sitting at the bar and there was this bottle called like hollywood Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh look at the bottle like that's very interesting and the guy like next to me that was his brand like that was his bottle oh really so he's the one that like made it and everything but we were just making fun of it not making fun of it but we were like kind of like oh i wonder like who did it Uh and then he's like oh that's my bottle do you like it and we're like no way, like, that's your bottle. Yeah. Like, he's like, yes, blah, 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 I do this. So then I met him. Uh-huh. So now we want to work on a project together. Wow. So that's where I could have said, like, no, like, I'm tired. Like, I don't mm. really want to go. But I'm like, okay, YOLO. Like, yeah, say YOLO, but balance. I want to say, like, balance is a key too. Yeah,
0: so how do you balance the YOLO?
1: How do I balance the YOLO? Like, do fun stuff and say yes, but also be aware of like the situation like if you're gonna go to an event okay well google the event like who's gonna be there send your mom your dad or your friends like your location you do you do um, that yes i always send my location to to either my mom or like my roommate That's very smart like send your location like be aware who's gonna be there like think of head before you you go there mm-hmm. you know so say yolo but be aware of your situations or like when, like, I don't know, YOLO, to say, like, I don't know, like, give me an example, like, oh gosh, where you can say YOLO. Like,
0: would you ever go skydiving?
1: Yeah, but okay, skydiving, right? Go and look at the reviews of the center and, like, okay, are they safe? Are they this? Do they, like, double check the equipment? Do you know, mm-hmm. is the weather gonna be good? Or That's right. You know, or yeah. even if you don't know what to ask, just Google, what should I ask? You know,
0: dude, that is an amazing observation. Yes. It, I believe in you ask intelligent questions, you get intelligent answers. You know what I mean? So that's wh- what it comes down to is asking those questions. Yeah. I got to get better at that, to be honest, because I don't I kind of just wing it. Like I'm I'm not going to know until I get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes that's where it's the YOLO without the balance, because sometimes you get there and it's no good. <laughs> yeah. So that's really smart observation. I'm glad that you do that. Let me ask you, I, w- I want to ask you a few questions because I love, you know, I make movies as well, and my favorite part about it is directing actors. Mm. Not that I take, not that I am responsible for the performances, I'm not, but I just like being there and watching it like right there. Um, so what are you doing research-wise or how are you learning about the craft of acting How are you, what angle are you approaching that from? Where are you getting your information? How are you applying yourself and being better at that?
1: Um, For acting, well, on TV, like commercials, like on TV, I observe the the commercials on TV. Like like if Walmart has a commercial, like I'm like, okay, like how did they do it? Or like what girl did they um, cast for that role? Mm -hmm. So that's Walmart. Okay, then there's one about Target. That comes up on T V, okay, like Target used a different type of girl, like I wonder why, or like, you know, what ethnicity or this. Mm-hmm. Or are they looking for a slender people or like so I'm like, okay, Target usually casts this type of girl. So I'm like, maybe I should like Target Target uh-huh. Target. Oh wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Of like if there's this company company but they're casting like a different look. I'm not going to go an audition for them because it's like, okay, their okay. previous commercials is like not even me, so I'm not even going to. I see. So even in th- at the mall, like you walk and then you see advertisements. So I'm like, okay, they picked this girl or this is their like brand. Yeah. Do I fit with that brand? Yeah. So it's, it's not more like going online. It's more like seeing what they what's in real life, mm-hmm. like daily basis. Like I've just observed like, okay, like, this is what's
0: What are some brands or companies that that are currently casting Alondras out there?
1: Thankfully for me, I get this a lot. I have very like um what do you say? Like my look can go either way. What does that mean? Um I've, I how do, how do they say it? My look is very like I can be edgy, but I can be sweet. Mm. It's very remarkable Okay. So like just with a little bit more makeup, less makeup, hair mm-hmm. up, I am very like targetable. Okay, yeah, yeah, like that. Sure. But I do, um, I do follow like Jessica Alba a lot because mm-hmm. um, they say I look like her. I've gotten that a lot. So like I try to see her life since day one. Like how did Jessica Alba get to where she is?
0: Have you studied her career?
1: Yeah, I and not only her career, but even when she was little, she was very like a businesswoman.
0: Was she? She's an entrepreneur now, right? Now,
1: yeah, she has her line. Um, to be on- honest, company, uh huh, which is like a one billion like company. Does she? Does she? Yes. Wow. It's insane. Wow. But, so, like, and even if people like, and they're curious about, like, oh, I want to be a boxer and stuff. Well, don't look at it now. Like, go back to the roots. Of course. Or like, who did they interact with? Yeah. Or, or when I went to a concert, like a J. Cole concert. Um, he I'm said, jealous. yeah, was it awesome? <laughs> it was, it was, it was good. It was, That's lit. Cool. I'm it gonna, was lit. I'm going to keep recording. Okay. Go, on, go on, please. Tell um, me more about J. Cole, please. So I went to J. Cole and he said something. He said um, he got to where he was because he would even become friends with like the janitors, like mm-hmm. the people that, you know how it's like a yeah. pyramid, like a ladder. Absolutely. People at the so bottom. he, he wasn't reaching out to the people that were on top. He was reaching out to the people wh- who were at the bottom. And it was like a ladder like you meet them and then they know the next person so it's like that with anything just you know
0: have you ever read that the way you treat people like character is the way you treat people who who can do nothing for you you i haven't read that i think that's true okay and i've noticed the people like you had mentioned that you've met people who've succeeded they got the business degree they got the whatever the money but they're not fulfilled So therefore that's failure, Mm -hmm. you know? And then there's people who have made it at the top, whatever, but the way they treat people, like that's real wealth. You know what I mean? And J. Cole always strikes me as a very thoughtful person, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, it doesn't surprise me that he would say that, but his music um, kind of, it feels like it comes from that too. Like very grounded, you know what I mean? Down to earth.
1: like Very authentic. Yeah. And that stuck with you, huh? Yeah. That's very true. I was like, okay, so I'm going to do that. So that's how I learned, like, not information, more like wisdom.
0: That's very smart. So
1: that's how, like, n- now that I see it, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, that's true. Like, where, what book did I read? <laughs> or yeah, like, yeah. But it's that. It's just people have taught me. Yeah. And I feel like in our generation, especially, like, young kids, we take um, advice for granted, and even, like, parents. <laughs> and they will provide the best advice ever. They're going to save you so much but even me, like, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, mom, dad, yeah, for sure, you know everything, right? It's like, mm-hmm. but now that I think of it, like, mom and dad are always right. And the best thing is that they want the best for you. So okay. they're not going to give you bad advice. Yeah, And not only parents, just, like, older people, they're, they know what they're talking about. Trust me, like, they know what they're talking about. And... I enjoy talking to older people, like grandmas and grandpas, because their stories are very true, and they've seen so much. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I feel like a lot of like older people is like, just do it. Because now I'm like 98, and right. I wish I would have done that. Mm-hmm. So every time I get scared to, to say yes or no to something, I'm just like, I don't want to be taking my last breath saying I wish... I would have done that. That's right. So I'm just like, you know, you only live once. Keep balance. Live it in a safe way. But don't be scared, you know?
0: Absolutely. You know, I've always looked at life. I I screw up with like, I got all my gems and information from movies, right? And you always see that character or that, you know, who goes back in time and wants to change the way something was. I look at myself like, well, I'm like a time traveler, and I'm in the present, and so how do I want to Make this right, right mm-hmm. now. And I base my decisions off of that. And sometimes that means swallowing your pride and picking up the phone and making the phone call and saying, I'm sorry, first. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't want to look back and say, I should have did that, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah. Dang, <laughs> that's deep, man. Um, so you said that you target specific businesses and brands that, that are going for draws, mm-hmm. right? Um, what about once you get there to the audition? How many auditions have you been able to go to in Los Angeles?
1: Uh, I've gone to like ten, just because we were talking about my DACA thingy. That's I right. couldn't make really that's auditions, so I was waiting. Did you think for about that.
0: that before you got there?
1: Yes, but on auditions, it's good to get the like to make it Experience. and to get the, yeah. And but then again, you never know who's gonna be to your right or to the left, or like you know, you yeah. never know who you're gonna meet, or at least for them just to see your face. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is too. It's good to um, <laughs> that's a really good point. put your face out there. Like no matter what. Put your face out there. Like keep knocking, keep knocking. Show up. Show up. Just show up.
0: Yeah. Like
1: maybe it didn't go very well, but maybe you're walking home or something and yeah. then you run into somebody. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff happens, man. Like there's some crazy stories that you never know. Like just get out there. Don't stay home. Just get out there even like if you're feeling like sad or like you don't know what to do with your day okay go study at a library you never know who you're gonna meet at the library or go walk you never know who you're gonna see walking Mm -hmm. just get out there yeah you know i feel like even for me sometimes i'm like i just want to stay home be cozy be relaxed but no no just you can relax at the end like Mm -hmm. you can um take time for yourself at the end but just put your face out there Mm -hmm. and i feel like on instagram too like they keep posting, or what's his name? Uh, Casey?
0: Nice dad. Yeah, the really? YouTuber, yeah. right?
1: He's like... Sorry. Uh, a lot of people asked them, like, how did you make it? And he said, just post, just post. Yeah. And that's true with everything, just post.
0: I think, and I'm guilty of this, and I'm trying to get better at it myself. I've gotten better at it last year, and I'm trying to get even better at it, is there's such a... And I think it's, like, for my generation, an old-school thing of, like, trying to make the perfect thing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really effing matter. It's about just consistency and volume and more and just posts, like you said. Sometimes, I mean, what's the point of trying to put so much effort into one thing? And then, I mean, it's the internet, right? So people consume, like, on an hourly basis. Like, it's always the right time yeah. on the internet. And so I'm trying to get better at that, too. And and um, do you, are you conscious of how many times you post on Instagram? Um, are, are you ever like holy shit? It's been five days or three days, or do you not let it go that long? Or
1: I I should be I think I should be more aware, but I just post whenever like really like I'm like okay I feel like posting, so I, I so I'll you never post. pay. But
0: also you're like a hashtag queen mm-hmm. as well. So how much? how much thought has gone into that
1: to that it was more like a marketing so i did research like okay what do people like actually um do <laughs> That's awesome. you know yeah. so i, I, I was mean, more too. like because with anything it's like a business whether you want to be an actor a model a chef a dj everything yeah, do your research everything is business everything is business like you're not gonna make it out of like, you know, you have to research, you have to see like, okay, this is who I wanna target, mm-hmm. or this is me, do I like it, you have to play with it, be playful, um, just with anything, anything is like a, a business, think of head, that's right. you know, but also thinking about like the present, like, mm-hmm. I feel like with marketing or just like a, being an entrepreneur, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Think of head, but also think like right now, because yeah. if you're just focusing on the future, then, what's happening in the present, like
0: You're gonna miss it. You're
1: gonna miss it. If you're just thinking about the present, you're gonna miss the future. So it's just a balance. You have to focus on both Mm -hmm. and see like, okay, is this gonna work out or what's gonna be trending and like next month? Mm -hmm. So with everything and that's why we're so blessed to have like technology. Like if you don't know what to do, you can always just go on Google, go on YouTube, go on Facebook, go anywhere and just type. Just a simple question like how do I get started? Or what's popular, or how do I do this? So we're very blessed to have Google. You know, back then yeah. we would have to go to the library and, yeah. you know. But now it's just you can pull up your phone and be like, okay, what is on the th- toilet? Yeah, we found this place <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we found this place like what in like ten minutes?
0: Yeah, yeah, real fast.
1: So th- that's why we're like very blessed. Uh
0: huh. And I think that's that's your advantage if you choose to use it. I think there's still some people that reject it for whatever reason. But I think that's 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 only gonna hurt them and, and hurt their career and hurt their money at the end of the day. Um
1: It's a blessing and a curse because I like if you used to like for knowledge and stuff, it's good. But then even myself, like sometimes we're just on our phones like twenty four seven and that's a curse, you know? Not only Do you only- have an iPhone? Yeah.
0: Do you get those reports of how much times you're on your phone? No. Uh, you don't get no, those. No. 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 Oh man, because I get those and I'm like, wow, I was on my phone five <laughs> hours a day.
1: Like no way. Like I'm sorry, but there's no way.
0: Yeah, I call them and I'm like, I'm <laughs> sorry, no, I, this yeah. isn't correct.
1: False, <laughs> false information. But yeah. But yeah, and I feel like it's bad too because um, the thing is. We're kind of like comparing ourselves to the girl to the guy who's in the screen like, Whoa, they have a perfect life. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, they're going this, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Oh and then we get depressed and then that's where we're like, okay, like you know? But then again, like Instagram or they're only they're not gonna post their bad days, you know? And
0: Do you think we should?
1: I don't know if we we should, Do but you? I would want to. Do and that's you? um no
0: do you think it would hurt your brand
1: no i just don't wanna like um if i'm having a bad day i wouldn't want somebody to look at my post and them have a bad day because of my post
0: i see you know so yeah. like
1: even when i'm having a bad day and i'm talking to somebody i won't let them know that this happened to me just because i don't want to make them their day go bad but mm-hmm. them like oh my goodness like i feel bad for you like i i try to avoid that
0: i see you know, that's something that's been on my mind a lot lately is controlling the perception of how people see us, right? So that's that's kind of what you're doing is you don't want people to, you want them to see you in a certain way mm-hmm. all the time, even if it's not the way it is all the time.
1: Because I feel like your vibe con- is contagious. Mm-hmm. So if you go to a room and you're like sad, then they're going to become like yeah, not as joyful.
0: You think it's contagious on the internet too?
1: Um uh, I think so, no. I trust you. Because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't I, trust me?
0: I I I trust you because you you your generation, 22 years old. You were born in what, 90? No, 2000? No. I was born in
1: 1996.
0: 96. So you've been with the internet your entire life.
1: Kind of. I got my first phone junior year. Okay. So not what really. what year was that? Oh, 2013. Like I didn't really have like a phone.
0: Okay. <laughs> But what about uh, like access, st- access to the high speed internet?
1: Um, that was one like, more like sophomore year, freshman year. Okay. But I still, with my brother, like we would play with rocks and mud.
0: Oh, those like, are the days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like that was a good time to be on the internet, or was that were you still too young?
1: Um, I'm very blessed that I had like rocks to play with with okay. my brother. That's good. And like outside with my friends, because yeah. I feel like I got both. That's like, good. I got to be creative with. Stuff that we didn't even have. We're like, okay, we don't have TV. Well, let's go outside and, like, play our own games, you know? That's right. But then, like, as I got older, I got the internet. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the internet came to my into my life the right time. Perfect. So I didn't miss out on, like, the nature and, like, yeah. the air, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I can't even remember. Actually, I can. I can remember the internet where you were still anonymous. Like, you could still say something, do something, <laughs> put something out there, and nobody knew who you were. Yeah. Now – They know your first name, their last name. They know the city you live in. They know where you work because you put that information out Mm -hmm. there, right? Like, that's a little tricky. I'm trying to get better about posting stuff because it doesn't have to be the most important thing. Like, now I'm getting more comfortable at, like, posting a meme, but I would never do that before. (laughs) Or posting, like, uh, a screenshot. Like, I would never do that because it just seemed, like, not real content Mm -hmm. to me. But the truth is, like, the content is, well, Knives Monroe posted that. That's the only yeah. piece that matters, mm-hmm. apparently, and so I want to pick that up before it's too late. Because I was—I mean, do you remember Vine? Yeah. Right? Is that on? Right? No, it's not. They—they okay. they closed the app. But when Vine came out, I was one of those snobs that was like, "I don't like this. This is not like real creativity to me." And now, like, I should have been on Vine, and I regret that. And so now I feel that way about other things, like. Twitter, even though I don't like Twitter and Instagram, I'm like, man, you know, this is cool. Like I want to let me back it up right now. Mm-hmm. Let me prove my worth right now while people are on this thing. It, the platform doesn't matter. You know, you're the thing that mm-hmm. needs to go out there and perform. Do you feel a pressure to perform? Like, do you notice other people in your, in, in, uh, that are your age who feel that pressure to put on a performance on the internet?
1: Like for them to wanna post pictures because other and, people are posting?
0: And also in, in a way that's like, here's here's this better version of me. That's kind of like a form of acting in a way.
1: Like like an, a brand? Yeah. Brand. Um, To be honest, like for me, I just post for me. Really? Like if I like the picture and I wanna like capture it and just like, okay, I like this picture. I'm gonna post it for me. Um, and that's what, like, YouTube, like, I've been wanting to, like, um, start a YouTube channel, but I didn't know what to post or, like, yeah. about what. But then I'm like, I'm just going to start a YouTube channel for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: um I don't know if you ever watched, like, Good Luck, Charlie. And it's basically, mm-hmm. like, she does, she does like, vlogs. And then at the end it's like, giving advice to her sister. So mm-hmm. I want to do that, but for my kids mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. So, like, just vlog about, like, whatever's going on or my adventures but at the end like okay this advice Mm -hmm. and when i'm not here on earth like and they can watch it and be like oh that's mom that
0: was grandma (laughs) yeah
1: like this is her like this is what she would do and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but with your um question i feel like yes people and even sometimes myself we feel like not pressure but more like more we we overthink, like, should I post it? Should I not post it?
0: What is? Do you think that's important? Has there ever been like, oh, I should have never posted that?
1: Uh, maybe back then, yes. Okay. Where I was like, oh. Like, like
0: now, do do you really think that's important? Or are people thinking, like, this might not be good enough?
1: I think it's this might not be good enough.
0: That's scary.
1: Yeah.
0: It doesn't have to be, but... If I think if you're coming from the place of the intent like you are of, I'm just doing it for me, well, then it'll always be good enough, right?
1: Mm-hmm. That's good. So so now I I feel like now it's more like I'm just going to do it not for anybody, just for me. Like I'm trying to live my life just like not in a selfish way, but I'm going to do it for me, you yeah, know? Absolutely. It might come out like selfish, but when I say it, it's more like I'm going to – I'm gonna go for a run for me, or I'm gonna go out for me. I'm gonna go out, like, not caring if somebody is gonna judge me, or not caring if somebody's gonna like look at me weird, mm-hmm. or not like if it's. I'm gonna do it for me, regardless if it's weird, regardless if it's like not normal, regardless if I've if I wanna go on my like in my pajamas to Walmart, I'm gonna do it, and I I'm not gonna care like if people are staring at me because. You're not wearing them, like, Mm -hmm. you know? So for sure, I'm trying to live my life, like, more, like, not caring of what other people say. Mm -hmm. But then again, keep balance because it's good to, like, um, hear and listen to what people want to, like, tell you and let you know because it it might be useful. Mm -hmm. But it's just balance, like, you know?
0: I think that's powerful, like, doing that for you. That's really powerful. I feel like I hang out with a lot of people who do it for the gram. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why they're doing it.
1: Yeah. Or like they do stuff to please other people or yeah. to make sure like, oh, I want him to like me or I want them to, I want to get accepted. Yeah. So they, Or like, I
0: want to stunt on this person because I know <laughs> this person's going to watch it and I want them to be like, wow.
1: Yeah, so I feel like that's going on a lot mm-hmm. and it's like, I want to be accepted. I want to feel like part of a, a crew. I want to just feel part of something. Mm-hmm. So they change who they are and they change so much and they get used to that fake person that they are that they forget whoa like i actually like doing this or i like this and this is me
0: have you seen that happen yeah really
1: i've seen that a lot
0: a lot Mm -hmm. even (laughs) i'm not trying to judge la but even before la
1: yeah really like even here like i feel like if you ask somebody like do you uh, mean
0: people that you grew up with
1: not grew up with like just anybody even them even myself just like it happens to a lot of us that we just want to get accepted and we've slowly like our personality, like our true personality like fades away. That's so sad. Because we're trying to become them. Mm-hmm. That we slowly are.
0: The and scary th- part is like the idea of them is not even real. It couldn't it probably isn't real, should I say? Like there's some people who are living their authentic selves and they're rep- they're they're presenting themselves warts and all. And then there's some that are just showing the highlight reel Mm -hmm. and that is a tricky slippery slope to want to aspire to because nobody's perfect twenty four seven three sixty five. 365, you know, and I don't know if I'm guilty of radically changing my personality to fit in. I think I accepted like, I don't think I'm going to fit in, (laughs) but I have tremendous empathy for people who, who feel that impulse, you know, um, yeah, re- rejecting your your old self in favor for something that might not really be there, or is fleeting, or by the time you get there, now cool has changed. Yeah, that's that's tricky. I'm surprised that. Can you give me an example of a time where, or uh, some sort of situation where you where that that was you?
1: That was me. Um, maybe like in middle school.
0: Yeah. But that's part of the growing up process yeah. when you're in middle school. Mm-hmm. You're trying to find your tribe. Mm-hmm. You're trying to find that you want to be accepted because you don't want pain. You don't want to be rejected. You don't want to be that person that is, sits alone on uh, eating lunch. You know what I mean? So,
1: Or even with parents, like, they're like, oh, do this and that. So I would try to please them that I forgot who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll be like, do this, like, go to school, um, go to college, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, I want to please my parents, you know, because I want to make them happy. Did you try college? Yeah, I got my general studies, and then I went to Texas State for the third year mm-hmm. for interior design. But I remember I was sitting in my classroom, and I was like, okay, I don't like this. Like, I just hmm. put my pencil down. I'm like, I don't like this. Like, I like it, but it's not my passion. So I just finished, finished the semester. I'm like, I don't want to do this because school's always going to be there for you,
0: that's always. F- I think that's true.
1: And maybe even cheaper. I think that's true. And I'm like, I wanna do something that makes me happy. So I told my parents and thankfully they're like, Okay, just if you wanna move to LA, do it, be safe. Just know that we're here. If you ever feel the need to come back, don't have pride.
0: Please. Have you felt that need to oh that's not really yet. that's good advice as a parent. But you haven't felt that way yet? No, not yet. I
1: I do feel, like, sad sometimes because I see my friends, like, oh, they're in Austin. My family's in Austin. Like, they're having, like, a get-together. But then Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. yeah. And that's where, like, I start talking to God. Be like, God, help me. Um, I'm very spiritual. Like, at those days that I'm just, like, feeling blue, I would just, like, step outside, like, sit down and just, like, talk to God. Like, just talk to him be like... Hey, God, like, I'm feeling this way. Like, please, like, help me out through the day. Like, just. Does God help you? Yeah, always, 24 7. That's awesome. I feel like He's always there. Like, it's like your parents, like your mom, when you were little, and you're like, Mom said no to you. So you walk to your room, you're like, Leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you. And Mom is like, (laughs) At the door, like, Hey, Alondra, like, I want to talk to you. Like, No, no, get away from me. Like, (laughs) You're such a bad mother. Like, I hate you. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, Okay. And that's how God is. God will respect you. He'll, he'll stop, like, knocking at your door. But mm-hmm. as soon as you open that door, mom's there. God is there. And he's like, okay, you, you're you ready to talk? And then he walks in, she walks in, and then, you know? Wow. So, so that's God. God is, like, he's going to respect you. He's not going to, like, force you. But hmm. your, your sin is not compared to, like, you know? Mm-hmm. He's always going to forgive you. He's always there to help you. He loves you beyond. And sometimes... All you need is to, like, to talk to him, Mm -hmm. I want to say. I I agree.
0: I agree. Usually when I talk to God, when I'm meditating, he just tells me to let it go. I always hear, like, the word surrender. Like, just don't even give that energy. And there's this abundance right in front of you. Just that's what you really want. Yeah. So just get that. It's right there. It's always there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, all this other shit doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like, just let it slide. Like, it's, he's going to help you. Like, trust me. Don't trust me, trust him. Like it's always going to work out. Like whatever you're going through, trust me, a lot of people have gone through that too. Like everybody has their own story, you mm-hmm. know? Everybody has their own story and they find a way, you know? They find a way to get through it. All you have to do is just try and don't don't give up. Like you don't have to run, you don't have to sprint. All you have to do is like crawl and slowly you're gonna be walking slowly you're gonna be running Slowly, you're gonna be sprinting and then bam you're gonna make it yeah like you're gonna make it like even the people that are like very inspirational a lot of them like they were homeless or they didn't have anything Mm -hmm. but they had that hunger Mm -hmm. they had that like i'm gonna do it like i have to like there's no way for me to like even have like am i or am i not like they had to that's right so like you know do you think
0: you were born with that hunger
1: um maybe i think so regardless if i was or not i'm hungry now so.
0: yeah that's all it that matters
1: but for sure when i was little like i knew like i wanted to help people and inspire people but i didn't know how
0: do you know how right now
1: i don't know how yet
0: is it possible? It's possible. That acting might not be the thing that gets you all the power to influence people.
1: For sure. I've Are you about open it. to that? Oh, for sure. Um whenever people tell me like Cuz I
0: I f- you I feel like if like if it's acting great, but if it's not and it's this thing, but I have the power to influence cool. Yeah. I feel like that's how you feel about yeah.
1: it. Yeah. Like for sure like if acting is not for me then cool. But I know like I want to help and influence people. Maybe not, um, acting is not even gonna go on for me, you know. But I'm sure that in a year, two years, I'm gonna find what I'm searching for. Like when, how?
0: When you go back to Los Angeles next week?
1: Yes, like Yes.
0: When you go back, what what's gonna be the first thing you do? Like walk walk me through like the first forty eight hours you're there. Forty eight. Okay. Yeah,
1: I'm okay. Interested. I'm on. I'm on the plane. I arrive um my friend's gonna pick me up we're probably gonna get something to eat then after that i'm gonna go to church i was, I was gonna ask
0: so you do go to church uh, you got sometimes. a good church over there
1: um not like a constant like sundays but they do have a room where um i don't know how do you say it in english like Eucharistia, and that's they <clears throat> i've never heard of for that for catholics that's where they expose like the
0: so you uh you go to catholic church
1: um not like sunday mass but that's where it's a room and they have god there um, and then it's like silent. so you just talk cool mm-hmm. so that's what i'm gonna do you're gonna do that after yeah. you eat
0: with your friend your friend, yeah, your friend gonna go with you
1: no no okay. he'll probably like that's drop me off yeah okay and, and then ju- and then i'll be there for like at least an hour or so and then after that i don't know what time it is but i'm just gonna like think and just like
0: yeah
1: just probably like go for a walk okay and just like
0: you go home, you crash out and then you wake up, what do you do with the new day? Like new w- day. what's your morning routine?
1: Um I ha- I'm in LA castings, so I usually like do auditioning. Really? Auditions, yeah. Wow. Or just like try to like network and stuff like that.
0: Are is the audition process scary?
1: Um no.
0: It's not. I'd be terrified. Yes. Oh, let me tell a story. Okay, okay, yeah. So The last time I was here, we're at a, it's just called The Space, Austin Space or something over here. Last time I was over here, I've always wanted to tell this story on air, was in 2014 and I was casting a movie and we didn't know who we were looking for, but I forgot how we did it. We did it online where I was like, oh, I like these people. They applied, they did a monologue or whatever. And I selected maybe 20 people, different ethnicities. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe this person's a woman, the character, even though I wrote a man, maybe they're a woman. Let's just see what happens. And, uh... It was me and two other producers and I won't name them but they know who they are and people <laughs> who know me know who they are. And uh I'd never done a, an official formal casting call where okay. we're behind a table like oh, this yeah, and it's three people and they come and they read and then that's it. So I remember the first person came and they were very nervous and they kind of ruined their lines and they it was a shit show. And I said, "Hey, it's okay. Like, you know, um, don't even worry about sticking to the script. Like just do it again but just do it your way." and like, "Okay." And I remember that one of the producers looked at me and was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? What are you doing? And I was just like, what the hell they did it again and it was better. And they felt like more relieved. Mm -hmm. I guess they, you know, they got the bad one out of the way. And, and I was like, okay, that's great. And I was like, how much experience do you have? And, and they had said, well, actually this is my first audition ever. I have no experience. And I was like, that's, that's really cool. You know, I was, and, uh, the truth is, and this is mean. And, uh, it, it, it was better, but it was still really bad. Okay. It was really bad. And I told him, man, like, you know, I, may, maybe acting isn't the right thing for you. Okay. <laughs> Saying this out loud, this is pretty bad. And they're like, well, I mean, I really love it. And I said, well, if you really love it, then don't stop. Then don't stop. Then do another one. I was like, I don't think it's right right now, but just do another one. If you really love it, then don't stop. And they're like, okay. And they left. And I felt like it was good. Like, I felt good about that. Mm-hmm. I felt like, cool. Like, they're walking away with something. They're not right for this. And uh, my producer was like, "Dude, you do not say anything during auditions. As soon as they're done, just say thank you, and then they leave." And I was like, "Well, who said that? <laughs> like, where does it say that? I didn't know that." Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, "That's the way it is." Now, these producers were actors first. They had never made a movie before, but they were actors who wanted to make a movie, so they knew the audition mm-hmm. process. And I was like, "Well, I don't like want to do it like that. Like, that seems weird. Like, I'm cast. I'm if I'm going to pay money for an actor, like, I want to see if." I can direct them. I want to see if they're good. And now I just want to, I want to see if we have like magic and like a rapport between us. Then another person comes, same thing. They ruined their lines. And uh, I said, can you do it again? Except this. time." And they were like, they had their script in their hands and it was a long monologue. It was a page. And looking back, it should have just been like a line. And um, they were, I was like, can you do it again? But do it like this, whatever. I told them a little bit less, you know, don't worry about the page. Just say words that feel right to you. And uh, she did it again, and she crushed it. She killed it. She knocked it out of the park, and I hired her for the movie. And she was in the movie, and she was great, one of my favorite characters in it. And I just remember the producers being like, you're not supposed to do that. Like, this is a time-sensitive thing. We're just supposed to get these people out like that. And I remember feeling like, why would you want to put them through the same punishment that you go through? You know what I mean? If you don't like that process, like, I don't want to treat these people like me. Like, I don't like that. Why? Like, Why does it have to be that way? Like, I'm... Universal isn't paying for my movie. I'm paying for it. Like, so <laughs> why does it have to? Why do we have to treat them like cattle? Like, I'm not really into that. But so that was my first impression of a casting call. And, and needless to say, we found our five, six, seven actors, and they were great. Different ethnicities, and it was really cool. And I was proud of them. And they and they turned out good good work. And you know, I handpicked them myself. And I was happy with what they did. And there were some people that I. I didn't like mean to coach, but there was just some people that I kind of just wanted to give them like life advice in general <laughs> at the same time because I am was just very emotionally involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, I drove, at the time I didn't live in Austin, but I drove to Austin to, to rent this place to do that, to meet people halfway. Mm-hmm. People came from Chicago, people came from oh, uh, New Orleans. And I just wanted, the, I, I don't know, I didn't know what I was doing, uh, that's true. I didn't know what I was doing, but I didn't, it didn't feel right to just treat these people like shit either. And there were some people that just crushed it, came in, they did their thing, they wowed me, and I, I gave them the part like there because I nice. was like, you're the guy. And there's some people I was just like cringing and I was like, I want out falling asleep, like this is not right, you know? So the reason why I asked you kind of a bit of a loaded question of how your auditions are is because I know like the world is tough, especially in, in L.A. when you're doing it the quote-unquote right way. In indie world, we, can, we make up our own rules. Yeah. It's, it's, it's our world, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like we make... We, we, you know, we're making the Christmas presents, yeah. so it's our shots, for right? Sure. We call them. But over there, you know, there's a way you do it. You slate and then you walk away, mm-hmm. right? And then you wait for a phone call, I guess. Yeah. Um, walk me through that process. What was your first audition like? And, and um, you know, how do you handle rejection?
1: Well, the normally the process is like, well, you have to like wait. So there's usually, it's funny though, because they're like, okay, we're looking for, um hispanic medium hair brown eyes so when you get there there's so many of them like look mm-hmm. like you're like oh my goodness you could be my sister you could be my cousin <laughs> we should all make like, a movie together that's all do, for <laughs> sure so after that everybody's usually really quiet like everybody's either it's like tense um, um sometimes yeah because usually people are like reading on their phones or just like mm-hmm. and i'm just like hey guys like, yeah you want to be my friend but usually <laughs> it's like People are just very just like uh-huh. to because 'Cause yeah. they're they see you as competition, so they don't want to become your friends. Fair enough. So I'm just like, Well, I'm just here, you know, like yeah. so and their room is very like quiet, very like maybe like you'll this. hear mm-hmm, yeah. maybe you'll hear like two people like conversation you know, just talking and then after that you're you go inside. Um it's usually like the camera guy and then mm-hmm like three people and then you just say your name, your slate and the monologue. And then after that, you just walk away. Yeah. You don't even say, hey, <laughs> you know, you just walk away. And then after that, it's history. You're like, you're just waiting for a, a phone call, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, rejection, um, that's tough, rejection. Um, you're not always gonna be a golden coin to everybody. You're not always gonna please everybody. So for me, it's just like, okay, if it didn't work out, well, there's always a next, a next one, you know? Mm-hmm like rejection and even them even then you just have to realize that they already have a look so it might not even be your talent you're just like you just don't fit like you're just not it you know
0: and a lot of times they don't even know what they want
1: yeah so you can't really take that personal yeah. If you start taking that personal and being like, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough. And
0: do you really feel that way? You don't take it personal? I don't. That I is, really don't. See, that? I think that means you're really going to fucking make it then. Because like you like, kind of need to not really take it personal sometimes you
1: know like i'm like okay cool like yeah you yeah, have a blessed day maybe um in your next project like yeah. i'll be the right fit if yeah. not then whoever got the pl- part that's are you really auditioning
0: cool. for commercials mostly
1: um commercials mostly because they get paid, get
0: paid. a little bit more you get paid period yeah and yeah. a little bit more yeah
1: and it's very like it's in and out kind of like because the project won't take like months it's just it a day two maybe mm-hmm, yeah, and yeah. it's just like in and out and cash and then that's it you move on and they're more fun they're more chill they're -hmm. more like uh i don't know more relaxed and stuff less tense for Mm -hmm. sure and Um. more like commercial like i don't know it's fun but yeah you can't even in life you can't even always like take anything so personal like from whatever like somebody tells you like oh you're this and that or it's you just have to like let it slide like okay cool like i respect your opinion i respect what you think but i apologize and that's all I can do. Like, right. I'm not gonna change mm-hmm. who I am mm-hmm. for you. You know,
0: like that's really that takes a lot of guts to say that. It takes a lot of confidence. I could not do that.
1: But even then, like I feel like people they they are who they are because of their background. Like maybe when they were little, um, they were raised a certain way, or like they didn't really have a good childhood, or something happened in their life, mm-hmm. and they carry that until now when they're older. And that's, they don't mean to be mean, but that's how they grew up. And that's
0: the way they're wired. Mm -hmm.
1: So it's okay to be like, okay, this person is like this. And instead of like judging them, like to help them and be like, hey, man, like, I don't know what you went through. But just know that if you ever need anybody, like somebody to talk to, like, I'm here, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I'm sorry for whatever happened. But, but don't take that personal because they're not mean to you. They're being mean i want to say because like of what whatever happened in their in their childhood That's right. so that's why i don't take it personal because i'm like i don't know what you went through <laughs> in the morning like maybe sure. you had a really bad fight with your girlfriend or i don't know so right. i'm not gonna take that it against doesn't have me. to
0: be about you necessarily right yeah wow
1: so i'm just like <laughs> i apologize have a blessed day and you know that's all i can do
0: i gotta say man uh Having a one-hour conversation with anybody when there's no phones and there's no interruption, like, is a really therapeutic thing for me. Like, I really get a lot out of it. So, I want to thank you for for being on this podcast with me, your first ever podcast,
1: yeah, twenty nineteen.
0: When when you're at that on that Jessica Alba shit in the future, I'm gonna say, but guess who? Ask her who her first podcast was. It was this guy right here, and I was a nobody, and she was a nobody, and blah. And that's, I mean, I'm all about that origin story, hundred percent. Um, but I do want to ask you, just kind of closing off. The people that are going to listen to this are are people like you and me, hungry creatives that have that passion that show up, and you know whether if they're right for the part or not, they're going to go and they're going to give their best them for themselves, right? So, what advice do you have for another Alondra that's out there who is in her room and someone's asking her like, "Hey, do you want to go do this? Do you have time to meet up for this?" And they want to, but they don't have the guts they want to they want to stay and they want to be cozy and they don't want to go outside what do you say to them i want to end it on on you giving advice because mm-hmm. you're really good at taking it um what can you say to them
1: first i whenever i'm like yes or no i always get a piece of paper and put the cons and the pros like and then after that i'm like okay why do i want to do this with anything like Why do I want to say yes, or why do I want to say no? Like, am I saying no because like I'm lazy, or because I don't, I just don't feel like it, or am I saying no because I'm like I'm scared to go out because it's out of my comfort zone because I just don't feel comfortable, but I really do want to go out, Mm -hmm. but I'm just like shy and you know. Mm -hmm. So if it's that, if it's because you don't feel comfortable, you're scared, but you really do want to, like if your mind. It's like, no, don't go like, what if this happens? But your soul and your heart is like, just do it. Just do it. Just follow that. Follow your heart and soul, but always be safe. So that'll be my, for anything, just follow your soul. Just follow your soul. Listen to your mind, but follow your soul for sure.
0: I'm going to do that myself. Yes. I'm glad that this is the first thing that I've recorded in 2019. I feel like we're going to start the year off right.
1: Yeah, we are, dude
0: awesome text me when you get to la safely
1: i know when i'm at church when you're at church just say
0: i'm at church and i'll know that she's all right for sure thanks for coming on
1: no thank you for inviting me in 2019 here we go
0: here we go (laughs)